The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So this morning I wanted to talk a little bit about an aspect of the practices that we're working with. And it started to come up a little bit in the conversations, so it seems a good time. Um, and that's about intention and motivation. I wrote about that in the, in the thing I handed out, but I wanted to just speak about it a little bit um, as a piece of what we can begin to notice through our um, practices here. So in the... Um, the chores, the, I mean the tasks, the thing that's happening frequently every day, I asked for that to be uh, something that you initiate, that you have to take the action to do. And part of that uh, is to begin to, as you start to actually become mindful as that activity is happening, um, you can begin to become aware right before it happens and know you're going to do it right before you do it. So you're sitting down at your, at your, in your chair and you're, you, know, you, you have a thought about, um, oh, I need to get a drink of water and, and that is what motivates you to, to stand. So you, you might be able to see that whole process unfold. And so this begins to point to this aspect of intention in our in our minds that basically every single action that we do of our bodies of of speaking even of our minds even you know moving into an emotion or moving into thought there's a a subtle um like impulse it's this little impulse to do it before we do it that we can know it's a uh, it's this intention it's this motivation it's or not the motivation it's this urge it's this just uh, going to do about to do moment that happens in our mind before the action actually happens so it's a it's a mental impulse that precedes every action of body speech or mind and we can start to see it. So we, we can know that we're going to move before we move. We can know we're going to speak before we speak. We can even know we're going to think before we think. We can know we're going to move towards an emotion before we move towards an emotion. Those are subtler. Those are harder to see. But it's, it, it's not too difficult to see with physical action that we can know we're going to move before we move. If there's mindfulness, we can, we, can have, we can have a sense of that impulse, that, ooh, about to. We can play with this in sitting practice, you know, because we, we have a, a kind of a commitment towards stillness in the sitting practice, and then we might find ourselves, ooh, you know, there's an, a, an itch, we want to scratch the itch, and we know that we want to do that, and we may even feel that little impulse to move before we move. So what I'd like to encourage, possibly, if you, if you, it is possible to see this in daily life, if you notice that impulse to do the task before you do it, 
So you know you're going to do it before you do it. And I'm not talking about five minutes before. You know, it's like some of you mentioned that, you know, you know that you're going to be doing something five minutes before. That's, that's um, the impulse that I'm talking about happens immediately preceding the action. Um, and so the, the, the thought that you're going to do it in the future is more like, it's almost more like planning, you know. It's more like the mind knows, oh, this is what I'm going to be doing in a few minutes. So that's, it's a different thing. This is just this, this urge to, to move. And, and we can feel that, just feel this little, like, it's just this little pulse, almost an energetic pulse that prompts movement. So when we see that, that energetic pulse, we can see that before we move, before we speak. That gives us a moment of pause, essentially, where we have a little bit of choice about, do we do that thing? And part of the exploration in that moment might be, when we know we're about to do something, when we are mindful in that moment that we're about to do something, we also often have some understanding of why we're going to do it. So we may understand, you know, that that action is motivated by, you know, a simple bodily need or it might be motivated by, you know, um, uh, a desire or an aversion, you know, so you can start to see the, what we might call the ethical spin to the action. And the Buddha actually pointed to this connection of the motivation accompanying an intention to be in an important place for us to um, attend to. Because this, this, the very same action he points to, and this is a kind of a distinctive feature of his teaching at the time, it's not the action so much that um, creates the direction or the unfolding of the um, the future for our our minds. It's more why we're doing it. And so the very same action maybe have completely different motivations. There was a teaching at, at the, the time where he was teaching that it was the action itself that was the source of the... Um, uh, the unfolding of the karma, of the unfolding of the kind of consequences of what happened. And he said, you know, actually it's the, it's the mind state that prompts that, that has the, uh, has the force, it's what directs the mind in a particular direction. So you, you can see this, for instance, just one simple example of how you might understand why the intention is important. Um, so suppose somebody tells you something and uh, you um, believe that that's a true thing that they've told you and then uh, you tell other people that thing. So you, uh, you are telling them in kind of this sense of, yes, this is something I understand. This, you know, this, is the, this is the information I know or something. This is the information I've heard, something like that. And, and then you find out, you know, five months later that that person was lying to you. And so you have been conveying information that was not true 
but the intention that you had was not to lie. Now that same information, it might be that you knew and you knew it was a lie and you were conveying that information. The state of your mind in that place where you know that you're lying and conveying that information is very different. The consequences that follow from that are very different. There are certain consequences that follow just from the, from the conveying of the uh, information that is a lie, but there are, uh, there are other consequences that follow. And, uh, you know, in terms of our heart, in terms of the cultivation of uh, ease of heart and um, connecting with um, um, our fellow human beings, um, the the quality of heart and what is cultivated in our heart when we are lying and we know that we're lying is very different than when we say something and don't know that it's a lie. And so this is what the Buddha was pointing to, to, to understand what's the motivation. It, it has a very powerful impact on, on our mind stream. If we are acting out of uh, aversion and... Um, Wanting, there's we are encouraging. Essentially, when we act, uh, the Buddha had this um, uh, this statement. How does it go? Whatever one frequently ponders, that becomes the inclination of the mind. And so, if we're frequently, you know, pondering or acting on states of mind of greed, aversion, delusion, that inclines the mind more and more to act in that way or from those states of mind. So when we um, are not acting from those, we're acting from non-greed, non-aversion, non-delusion, which we could frame in the positive um, um, generosity, wisdom, and um, compassion or kindness. If we're acting from those, it creates a very different quality of heart and mind. And so the beginning to understand what's moting, motivating us in the moment is a, is a place that the Buddha pointed to is this is, a, this is a kind of a key area where we can begin to see uh, how our mind is directing itself. What's the direction that we're headed? So in this very simple task of of um, noticing, you know, standing up or reaching or changing applications. You know, mostly I would say this is kind of like, um, you know, training wheels for beginning to see this possibility of seeing intention and motivation. Likely, uh, it's not going to be a a big thing in these small tasks. It's not going to be a huge motivation. But at the same time, it can reveal some very subtle habitual tendencies uh, you know, impatience, for instance, motivating something, or frustration motivating something, or greed or desire motivating something. You know, it's like you know, we're, or you know, we're sitting at we're sitting at the computer, and um, um, there's the urge to get up, and it's it might be motivated just by the recognition of thirst, or it might be motivated by being so frustrated with what's going on on the computer that you just kind of get up out of frustration. So it's, uh, it's an interesting thing to begin to recognize the difference in the mind. Now if you notice, for instance, frustration when you're getting ready to get up or getting ready to do something, it doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't do it. Because there are definitely times that we are doing something out of mixed motivations. There's a need to do it, 
there's a, a kind of a good reason to do it, a wholesome reason to do it, and yet we are frustrated or confused or angry at the same time. And so just seeing the, the, uh, the unskillful intention or the, the skew on that intention doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. But sometimes I like to suggest that if you notice that, if you notice that there's like frustration there, like maybe instead in that moment you can recognize, oh yeah, frustration. And maybe it's skillful right now to take a break from this, uh, you know, wireless that is really hung up and just go uh, rest the mind for a few minutes and have a cup of tea. And so that same action could be uh, motivated out of compassion and um, compassion for ourselves or frustration. And so sometimes we can recognize that there are these mixed motivations and land a little bit more fully in the wholesome one. You know, it's like, oh yeah, there is that frustration, but there's also the recognition of, yeah, trying to keep pushing through right now is not so helpful. So let me take a break so that we're not acting kind of impulsively out of the, that motivation, but we're, we're being conscious about how we're acting. So, um, 